There was a time when I kept making poor decisions and I was tired of it. And back then, I wish I had read this book. But honestly, I still make bad decisions from time to time, but it has been way better than before. So if you're tired of making poor decisions like me, stick around. And let's discuss some practical techniques that has helped me overcome common decision-making obstacles, how to decide, and more importantly, how to commit to them. Hi, I'm Day, and you're listening to The Daily Book Club. Today, we'll discuss Decisive by Chip and Dan Heath. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Great to have you here. And if you've been a listener ever since, thank you and welcome back. I first came across the authors of this book when I read their book titled Switch. And I really liked the book, so when I saw this, I didn't think twice. By the way, Switch is one of those books that made me want to learn human behavior. So check it out. Anyway, so this is a book that explores the psychology of decision-making and provides practical advice for making better choices. So here are the things that I think are important from this book. There are two biases that they talk about, which is the status quo bias and the sunk cost fallacy. And when making decisions, it's very important to know these two. So the status quo bias is about being comfortable where you are, even when a change could lead to better outcomes. I mean, think about it. I'm sure it happens to us all the time. And I see this a lot in companies where people prefer to keep their current job, even if there is a new opportunity with better benefits and better pay. I mean, there's no downside, but they don't want to break the familiar routine. It's like how we stick to a familiar product, even if we know that there are products out there that would better suit our needs. Now let's talk about the other bias, the sunk cost fallacy. It's when we feel that it's a waste if we don't finish something that we put our time, effort, and resources in it, even if we know that it's not going to work out. I mean, try to reflect on this. How many things have you done this way? Maybe it's your work, maybe your personal life stuff, or even your relationships. And it's not just us. I mean, a lot of companies still continue to push out something just because they spent so much resources on it. And it's funny because when they continue, they actually lose more resources. But if they recognize the sunk cost fallacy, they could have based decisions on future potential returns rather than past investments. Something I also found useful from this book is the four-step WRAP or RAP process which is when making high-stake decisions, you can widen your options, reality test your assumptions, attain distance before deciding, and preparing to be wrong. But in these four steps, I found the first one, widen your options, very useful, which will lead us to the actionable items that we can do to practice the learnings from this book. So let's get straight to it. One, widen your options. It's not just looking at the available options. The author suggests using a tool called pre-mortem, this is what I found most useful, which is a technique for imagining that a decision has failed and then working backwards to identify the reasons why. This process can help you identify potential problems before they occur and help you create a plan to mitigate them. And so far, this has worked very well for me. Actionable number two, find your bright spots. Another key actionable item from this book is to look for bright spots when making decisions. This means identifying situations or examples where things have worked well in the past and using them as a model for your current decision. This approach can help you identify what has worked in the past 
and apply it to your current situation. By the way, I just want to note here that this will only work if the situation is the same. When the environment or things are different, maybe the things that you did before won't work anymore. And actionable number three, make a one-page memo. It's creating a one-page memo to summarize your decision-making process. So this document should include a clear statement of the problem you're trying to solve, a list of options you considered, the pros and cons of each option, and your final decision. This can be a powerful tool for communicating your decision to others and keeping yourself accountable to your decision. So why do I like this book? It provides simple and actionable advice on how to improve decision-making. And the book is filled with practical tools and techniques that can be easily applied to real-life situations, making it a valuable resource for anyone looking to improve their decision-making skills, especially for leaders. But being simple might not be the best thing for others. It might be limited in focus. It's because the book primarily focuses on the cognitive and psychological aspects of decision-making and does not really address the other factors such as organizational or cultural dynamics that can actually affect decisions. So it might be too simplistic and not suitable for complex decision-making scenarios. Also, something that might bother people is that there's a lack of emphasis on ethics. I mean, the book focuses on the mechanics of decision-making and does not delve deeply into the ethical considerations that may arise during the process. So for decision-making scenarios that require a deep understanding of ethical considerations, it won't be the best. So we have to be wary and critical about these things. But all in all, like I mentioned, this book is a pretty comprehensive guide to the decision-making process. It provides valuable insights and practical tools to help readers overcome biases and obstacles that can affect decision-making. Even just learning about the biases from this book is already a great value. And since decision-making is a skill and we can always improve, this book is a valuable tool that helps people do just that. And that was a quick discussion on Decisive by Chip and Dan Heath. Till the next episode, thank you for listening to The Daily Book Club. There's a war going on inside, just to name a couple.